Chapter 53 of Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain, Living in the Years 1807-1808. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Painter. Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain living in the years 1807-1808, by William Walker, Jr. Chapter 53. Joseph Black, Doctor of Medicine. Professor of the Universities of Edinburgh and Glasgow. Born 1728, died November the 26th, 1799. Dr. Joseph Black was born at Bordeaux, where his father, a native of Belfast, but of Scotch descent, was settled as a wine merchant, and being a man of engaging disposition and extensive information, was much esteemed by his friend, among whom he reckoned Montesquieu, at that time one of the presidents of the Court of Justice in the province where Mr. Black resided. At the age of twelve, Joseph Black was sent to a school at Belfast, where he remained for some years. In 1746, he was removed to the college at Glasgow, and ever afterwards lived in Scotland, which was, properly speaking, his native country. While at the college of Glasgow, he studied under the celebrated Dr. Cullen, then Professor of Anatomy and Lecturer on Chemistry, and in the year 1751 removed to Edinburgh to complete the course of his medical studies. In the following year, Black made his first great discovery of the cause of the causticity of lime, a property till then supposed to be due to the absorption by the lime of some igneous agency. He placed this question on a scientific basis by ascertaining the chemical difference between quicklime and other forms of the carbonate, and first announced his discovery in a Latin thesis upon the occasion of his taking his degree of Doctor of Medicine in 1754. It was not, however, given in its fullest details until the year afterwards, when he published his celebrated work entitled Experiments on Magnesia, Quicklime, and Other Alkaline Substances, a work which Lord Brougham describes as being incontestably the most beautiful example of strict inductive investigation since the optics of Sir Isaac Newton. In 1754, as has been mentioned, Black took his medical degree at Edinburgh. In 1756, he was appointed to succeed Dr. Cullen as Professor of Anatomy and Lecturer on Chemistry in the University of Glasgow. Soon after, however, he exchanged this for the professorship of medicine at the same university as being more congenial to his tastes. Dr. Black continued at the University of Glasgow for the next ten years, and it was during this period, between the years 1759 and 1763, that he brought to maturity his speculations concerning heat, which had occupied his attention from the very first commencement of his philosophical investigations. His two great discoveries were the doctrines of latent heat and specific heat. The theory of latent heat, which mainly urged Watt to the adoption of improved arrangements in the steam engine, 
may be briefly described as the absorption of heat by bodies passing from the solid to the fluid state, and from the fluid to the area form, the heat having no effect on surrounding bodies, being therefore insensible to the hand or thermometer, and only by its absorption maintaining the body in the state which it has assumed, and which it retains until the absorbed heat is given out and has become again sensible, when the state of the body is changed back again from fluid to solid, from airy form to fluid. The doctrine of specific heat, or, as it was called by Dr. Black, the capacity of bodies for heat, is summed up in the facts that different bodies contain different quantities of heat in the same bulk or weight, and different quantities of heat are required to raise different bodies to the same sensible temperature. Thus it was found that a pound of gold being heated to 150 degrees and added to a pound of water at 50 degrees, the temperature of both became not 100 degrees, the mean between the two, but 55 degrees, the gold losing 95 degrees and the water gaining 5 degrees, because the capacity of water for heat is 19 times that of gold. So twice as much heat is required to raise water to any given point of sensible heat as to raise mercury, the volumes of the two fluids compared being equal. The true doctrine of combustion, calcination of metals and respiration of animals, which Lavoisier deduced from the experiments of Priestley and Scheele upon oxygen gas and of Cavendish on hydrogen gas, was founded mainly upon the doctrines of latent and specific heat. And it was thus the singular felicity of Black to have furnished both the pillars upon which modern chemistry reposes. In 1766, Black succeeded Dr. Cullen in the Professorship of Chemistry at the University of Edinburgh, and in the new scene on which he entered, his talents became more conspicuously and more extensively useful. Dr. Robertson thus characterises him as a lecturer. He became one of the principal ornaments of the university. His lectures were attended by an audience which continued increasing from year to year. His personal appearance and manners were those of a gentleman and peculiarly pleasing. His voice in lecturing was low but fine and his articulation so distinct that he was perfectly well heard by an audience consisting of several hundreds. His discourse was so plain and perspicuous, his illustration by experiment so apposite, that his sentiments on any subject never could be mistaken even by the most illiterate. Dr. Black continued to lecture at the University of Edinburgh for 30 years. He then retired and died three years afterwards in 1799. His health never robust, was precarious at all times, from a weakness in the bronchia and chest, but he prolonged life by a system of strictest abstinence, frequently subsisting for days together on water gruel and diluted milk. He was never married. He lived in a select circle of friends, the most illustrious men of the times in science and in letters. Watt, Hutton, Hume, Robertson, Smith, and afterwards with the succeeding generation of Scottish worthies, Robertson, Playfair, and Stuart. 
he was extremely averse to publication, contemning the impatience with which so many men of science hurry to the press, often while their speculations are crude and their inquiries not finished. He never published any work himself, with the exception of his experiments on magnesia, etc., and two papers, one in the London Philosophical Transactions for 1775, on the freezing of boiled water, the other in the second volume of the Edinburgh Transactions, on the Iceland Hot Springs. Dr. Black expired in the 71st year of his age, without any convulsion, shock or stupor, to announce or retard the approach of death. Being at table with his usual fare, some bread, a few prunes, and a measured quantity of milk diluted with water, and having the cup in his hand when the last stroke of the pulse was given, he set it down on his knees, which were joined together, and kept it steady with his hand in the manner of a person perfectly at his ease, and in this attitude he expired without a drop being spilt or a feature in his countenance changed. His servant coming in saw him in this posture and left the room, supposing him asleep. On returning soon after, he saw him sitting as before and found that he had expired. Brougham's Lives of Philosophers, London and Glasgow, 1855, Encyclopedia Britannica, 8th edition. End of chapter 53